Well, then I was uh, riveted by your YouTube video this past week. So talking about community. Riveted. Riveted. Is that? Yeah. yeah. And just the effects on our body when we're not oh. connected with people. I, doesn't it make you just want to go call your grandma? Oh, yeah. It did. I did feel guilty about several <laughs> people in my life. <laughs> so let's talk about that. We need to touch base about our birthday because we have not talked about our birthday and that's coming up too. We need to make plans for that. <laughs> Very important. So we'll talk about that today. Welcome to the Minimum Mom podcast. Today, Dawn is joined by her twin sister, Diana, to talk about faith and simple living. It's always funny when Diana, I think you called me and you were like, wow, Blinkist is so cool. And then you started telling me about the books that you were listening to on there, which I can put my link down below for Blinkist so you can try it out for free for seven days. But I mean, do tell us what were you finding on on there? Yeah, and just for everybody who doesn't know, I mean, Blinkist is an app where it gives you the highlights of books, so you don't have to read the whole Mm -hmm. book. And I've just Mm -hmm. found that's a fun way to either discover if you want to read the whole book or to just get the highlights. Because one of the books Mm -hmm. I listened to on there, it was super scientific, and I was like, oh man, I'm so glad I did not try to read this book, but it gave me the highlights. The other one was really good, and I think I would take time to listen to the whole thing. But yeah, Dawn, I was listening to a couple of books on community but specifically like the science behind how our brains are hardwired to connect and I did do a video about it this last week but I think it's worth unpacking a little bit more because I kind of after I got done I kind of realized I kind of brushed over the statistic but it is more (laughs) detrimental to your health to be lonely than it is to be obese or smoke 15 cigarettes per day. Yeah, which are the typical things that we worry about, right? Or that we would condemn ourselves about if we were having bad habits, right? Or feel guilty about. Exactly. Like then you would think, oh yeah, that person or I am, this is really bad for my health. Yeah. But no one thinks about like, oh, me being isolated Mm -hmm. is physically unhealthy for me. We might think it's emotionally hard Mm -hmm. on us, but to think about that type of physical toll that it takes on our body is just astounding. And I think, I don't remember the exact statistic. I believe the number of people that said they felt lonely on a regular basis was, uh, of Americans was around 50%, if not higher. So just to validate that, if you're like, yep, that's me, right? Mm -hmm. Then um, right now you're actually more in the majority than not. Exactly. And especially if you live alone or spend chunks of your time alone, basically what happens is there's there's like a physical safety mechanism in our brains that's like, hey, I'm safer in numbers. And so when we're alone, mm-hmm. you might notice that you don't sleep as well and that you have higher levels of the stress hormone in your body, meaning that you're always ready for fight or flight. And so uh, it is scientific. A lot of people will report that they don't sleep as well or they feel on edge when they're alone. And so again, this is something that takes a serious toll on us over time. And then, but the part that I thought was most shocking, and I had never heard this before, was that once we are alone, we actually resist coming back into community. Mm. And so we might find ourselves declining invitations or mm-hmm. being reticent to go out or to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, get outside of our box or our comfort zone. I was shocked by that because really? typically if I feel alone, I'm like, who can I call? Oh, like, really? what can I do? Like, see, I 
I think I remember this. I think it was more when we were like having young kids and then like I was staying home alone with them and Tom was going to work. And so I had just big chunks of time alone. And uh, sometimes he'd go on business trips and be alone. And I get that how once you've been alone for a little while, you kind of start to think like, well, what do I have to offer anyone else or the world? I'm not interesting. I don't have anything going on. I I feel like I'm awkward in conversation. I'm like out of like practice with it. And so I totally understand that how once you've kind of gotten in that habit, it's way easier to stay there than to put yourself out there now to go and like make friends or try and I don't know to see if people would actually want to get together with you that's scary like that I I totally get it that's scary and I think the other dynamic is happening is people start to feel self-sustaining they find ways to kind of like scratch that itch a little bit you know like I know in the comment on my video on Wednesday someone said you know I'm home all day alone so I usually have like YouTube videos Mm -hmm. on in the background sure you know just to kind of get that sense of someone with me and so I think we find ways of coping too that we become comfortable with Mm -hmm. and so the encouragement though is that Every like indication, every study on happiness, every indication of well-being, the number one most important thing is how connected you are in your social network. Mm. And so for our physical health, for our emotional health, for our spiritual health, I mean, we're supposed to be a body. Like if yeah. we want to talk about spiritually, a body and its limbs are, are like inseparable unless right. there's trauma. Mm-hmm. And so for us to you know that's what was so fun reading the comments on the video on Wednesday it was like people were saying like oh wow like one person said I didn't want to watch this video Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to be told that I need to break out of my loneliness you know or this life that I've established and but you know but then they're saying wow I needed to hear this I needed to be reminded of how important other people are yeah and I think what's important to remember if that feels daunting or scary, I mean, I shared this at the beginning of the summer when I was like thinking about starting this walking group and I'm like, it is amazing the insecurities that come up when you think about putting yourself out there. But I think the encouragement is that, okay, 50% of people are lonely right now, if not more, I almost mm-hmm. feel like it was higher, but like consistently lonely, lonely 50%. So that means like in your context around you, that there's a good chance that there are people looking for community too. And that if you would reach out, like ask a neighbor to go on a walk or whatever, that they would love that opportunity and you're saving them from having to put themselves yeah. out there and try and seek it out themselves. Absolutely. And do you remember this, Dawn? Like when I was in my 20s, do you remember how every couple of years my closest friends would move to California? I know. Yes, Like different parts of the strait, different reasons, like different job or school opportunities. And I was amazed at how faithful the Lord was to always bring people back into my life. I remember when we were working at the radio station, a gal that was working there with us who I was really close to, her and her husband were taking a job at a church in California. And one of the sales gals came and sat in my office on the last morning of my friend's employment. And she said, I knew this was gonna be a hard day for you, so I just wanted to let you know that I'm here. Um, And I was like, oh my goodness, like that's incredible. And most of it, I know a lot of people, especially if you, feel isolated you're like well that's nice for you Diana yeah. but I genuinely believe that was the Lord's 
faithfulness yeah. in my life. Mm-hmm. And so the very first step, if this feels daunting to you, is to pray. Yeah. Uh, and just to, and again, you know, when seasons of life change, I've found that, you know, becoming a mom now, I need different community. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I've just been praying, like, Lord, hey, bring me a couple moms in mm-hmm. my neighborhood that, you know, understand my stage of life. Yeah. And the Lord is so well, faithful. I promise. I promise. I yeah, promise. no. And that's what I think it was a couple years ago. Tom and I shared the video of like, Tom doesn't like people or he says he doesn't. You all know him now. He likes people, but he would say, I don't like people. He resisted like any attempt when I'm like, let's try a small group and like, Hey, we kind of got along with this couple. Let's go out to dinner. And he was like, no, 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 no. Right. And so I understand if it feels like there's things working against you, but I did, I prayed. I said, okay, Lord, we need a couple families that like our kids are friends with. We're friends with the parents. Can you bring these people? And and I've shared before too. I'm like the first time, like the first couple times we got together with these other families, I was like, no, like, I'm like, thank you, Lord. But I just don't (laughs) see us all clicking. But it was like a few after a few times in, we all got comfortable with each other. And now, like, we've been a great support system for each other through this last year and a half and everything. And so the Lord is, is faithful. And I'm, I, I know it's hard. Like, I do get it. Like, it is hard to put yourself out there, but it's it's just something like like walking or like taking care of our health that, that we need to do. But actually, Diana, since you were bringing up the whole friend thing in your video, I was listening to your like, when I went to college and then there's these two guys there and they were into weightlifting. I was like imagining these like two like really buff, like attractive men. And then I thought back and then I remembered the two guys that you were referencing and they were super sweet but i don't think they were who most of people were imagining in their head so it was completely platonic and i didn't even realize that uh, until yeah i was editing the video and i was like oh funny i mean they were both physics majors yeah that would be more better than like weightlifters that would probably be a better description super sweet that was guys just the honest but truth. like yeah like, that is literally just how it happened and i remember one night because i would go to their uh their dorm common area then every evening and hang out with them and then i remember after two weeks they're like Hey, could we like come hang out with you and your friends, like at your guys's? Like, oh man! But it was, I just remember how I was just like, I must meet people because yeah. I went from having a twin sister with mm-hmm. me like twenty four seven, yeah, uh, to then being like, wow, I know nobody, yeah. And so I was, I was on a quest. <laughs> yeah. Well, and speaking of having a twin sister all together all the time, so it's our birthday coming up this week and then we'll circle back and you can share the spiritual uh, meaning behind all of this too. <laughs> but I actually had to call Diana and I'm like, how old are we turning this week? I couldn't, I honestly could not remember. <laughs> I know. And then you're like, Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> so we're turning 39 and which honestly I don't like, I couldn't really care less, but maybe it's cause we're still in our thirties. Yeah. Does it bother you at all? Turning 39? No, I'm good. I mean, like, I, I feel like my 30s were awesome. They mm-hmm. were way better than my 20s. And yeah. so 40s have to be even better than 30s. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Totally. Yeah. And now you're the gifts person. I'm not. So do you have gifts planned out like for the week? Well, that's what usually I send my husband a link um, or like I'll give him a couple links of ideas so that then he can choose and I can be surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm actually just pulling up 
a website right now because uh, we're getting pretty close and I have not yeah. sent him anything. Okay. So I was just thinking, you know, usually like, I don't know, like maybe a purse or uh, some earrings or mm-hmm. something like that. So I'm just going to look. I'm just going to shop a little. You go ahead. Okay. <laughs> well, I was just thinking I haven't actually got you anything <laughs> for your birthday. So I was like thinking yeah, about that either. too. I was like, okay, I got to. So, but we might go shopping. Maybe we could just get some stuff while we're out. All right. No, you need a gift to open, right? I'm good with that. You're okay with that? No. no, I'm actually, you know, I've grown. uh, Like gifts are my number one love language, but I'm also, you know, a year older, a year wiser. Maybe 39. Yeah. 39. I I think I'm okay (laughs) with that. It's, you know, so. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we're going to go to, we're actually going to go to a small group at church, which I think is fun. Like Mm -hmm. we're going to go connect with people, Mm -hmm. uh, make some new friends, and then then we'll get to hang out a little bit. We should probably invite mom. To yeah. Go. Yeah. She was asking what we wanted to do. Yeah. Well, and I was thinking too, kind of circling back to the community thing that you just said that a small group, like we joined a foster care small group at our church this over the summer. Yeah. And like, it was just cool that then when you go to church, then we would see people there that we met at the small group. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I get how this works now. Like, why, like, <laughs> like the small groups and doing the, like, activities and stuff are, like, so important. Like, it's, it still takes time to, like, build these relationships and to meet people. But I'm like, oh, now we feel like we have another set of friends at church, you know? And so I'm like, okay, I'm starting to get this. Like, we do have to go out of our way a little bit. Well, and if you're looking for, I'll, I'll throw one more piece of science at you if you're looking if this sounds overwhelming oh well this is funny this wasn't in my video but this is just funny um (laughs) community gatherings or interactions that include singing and dancing connect us the most out of anything oh which a lot of us sing at church yeah uh so you know and then if you come hang out with us, um, you know, Princeton's family is from India. There's a lot of dancing. And yeah. I, it's so fun. We always have a blast. If dancing ever breaks out, yeah. like, I don't know. It's just a blast. And so that is just a random fact for you. If you could maybe join a singing or dancing group okay. or both. Yep. Um, but if you're also looking for a place to start, volunteering once per week is the same as that like the sense of well-being and happiness that it brings to your life mm-hmm. is the same as getting a $50,000 per year raise. Wait, say that again? Volunteering once per week. Yeah. The happiness and satisfaction that it brings to your life is the same as getting a $50,000 per year raise. <laughs> That's Isn't that amazing. That is wild. Now, if you've ever done something nice for somebody, you feel that, right? Yeah, and yeah. so so here's your two practical takeaways from what I feel like became some rambling here. But two practical takeaways. Uh, connecting intentionally for 15 minutes with a loved one is enough to tell your brain, I am loved and part of a community. Hmm, so just okay. focus. If you're looking for a place to start, call phone calls and video chats count. Okay. Okay. We're just looking for that genuine interaction for 15 minutes. Uh, Mm -hmm. Number two, then, would be that volunteering statistic. So finding a way that you can volunteer or serve someone else. And I do think there are ways even to do that from a distance. Um, And so finding a way to serve someone Mm -hmm. else once a week, again, is going to create a really big spike in feelings of, you know, less loneliness and satisfaction in your life. Wow. That is, that's actually not that hard. It's huge. No, and what I love about this, I feel like science is constantly backing up yeah. what the Bible is always telling us. So one of the passages that I grounded all this in this week was in Romans 12, and it says, Love must be sincere. 
hate what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to Mm. one another in love, honor one another above yourselves, share with the Lord's people who are in need and practice hospitality. And so when we talk about being devoted to one another in love, when we talk about honoring one another above ourselves and then uh, sharing with people in need and practicing hospitality, what we're seeing there Mm. is a picture of humility. You know, it's me humbling myself, my needs, my desires, and going out of my way for my brother and going out of my way to serve and to love. And, you know, I think a lot of times when we hear some of these principles in the Bible, we think, okay, another thing I have to do. But what I always want to encourage us in is I feel like Jesus, he came in such tenderness and love and care toward us Mm -hmm. that he's saying, this is how life works. Like this is how you are going to find fullness of life in my kingdom. It's when you set yourself aside and you look out for the needs of your brothers and your sisters and your neighbors. And so I just think it's a beautiful encouragement. And then, of course, we've covered, you know, the science that just backs it up. You know, Mm -hmm. like if you needed any confirmation that this is how we were made, um, I think we've received it. Yeah. Okay. So today we're going to look for a way to connect with people. And if you don't have anywhere that you volunteer, um, then we're going to find a place to volunteer. Real quick caveat, though, like... I don't think all volunteering is the same. Like, I did not enjoy volunteering at the kids' school. Like, I dreaded it every week. So it might be, like, finding a place to volunteer, like, that we, like, enjoy. Maybe it's in line with the skills that we have or, like, something like that. Do you think? Well, and I think absolutely know your season of life. Like, right now... I volunteer 24 hours per day for a one-year-old and a three-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have volunteered to meet their needs. <laughs> uh, in fact, 3 a.m. this morning, I was meeting the needs of one of them. <laughs> um, you know, so know your season of life yeah. and, you know, where you're at. And But I do think, yeah, look for the things that are in line with who you are, the things mm-hmm. that you naturally feel compelled toward and care about, because yeah. I believe that's what the Lord has wired in us. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Awesome. So, Father, I thank you. Lord, I thank you that, you know, you are a triune God, which means that you are a community. And, Father, that we were made in your image. Lord, that we were made to be a body. We were made to be a family. When we made Jesus our Savior, we were adopted into your family. And so, Father, I just bless each one of us that you would be faithful to bring loving, mature, caring relationships into our lives. Lord God, friendships, Lord, that will be with us for the long haul. Father, a place where our souls can rest and be refreshed, but also where we can demonstrate love and care for others. And Father, I ask even today that you would just stir in us, show us our place to serve. Show us where we can demonstrate care and hospitality and generosity toward others. Father, that we would be enriched, but also that those who are less fortunate would feel your love and your care and your provision in their lives. I just pray that we would feel your spirit refreshing us, Lord, that we would be even more assured of your love and your care and your presence in our lives. And Father, that we would go forth and speak your good news and demonstrate your love to the world around us. So I bless each one of us now in Jesus' name. Amen.